Welcome to Daily Devotion with Ken Gurley. Devotions designed to inspire you on your daily walk with God. Each day we walk through the vital principles of the abundant life. Our Lord can do above and beyond all we ask or think. Here's your host, Ken Gurley. The key of the day and the lock of the night. What a great subject on Daily Devotion. Today we pray. That rhymes, and it makes the day rhyme, too. Going to God in prayer makes all things right. I love the story in First Chronicles 9 describing the role of the temple gatekeepers. These four men kept watch at night over the treasury, and a curious statement is found there in verse 27. They had charge of the key for opening it each morning. And from that simple phrase, a songwriter coined the saying, prayer should be the key of the day and the lock of the night. You unlock your day when you pray. Job, that man who suffered so much in what's thought to be the oldest book of the Bible, Job had a tremendous prayer life. In the opening chapter, verse 5, it says that Job rose up early in the morning and offered burnt offerings. Mornings are a time to offer sacrifices to God. And the more you look in the Bible, the more you see the virtue and power of praying early. God ordains, it seems, the morning hours to be special for his followers. Job had pure prayers. He had a pure heart. Early on, we read that Job found the worth of meeting God in the morning. Do you remember what the ancient mariners called that early morning hour during twilight before the sun appeared over the horizon? They called it the nautical twilight or the nautical hour. Ancient mariners needed that moment in the day or in the evening when they could see both the horizon and the stars. And with those two points, they could, with their instruments and some calculations, find their location, the direction, and the progress that they had made. The most crucial moment of the day, then, for the navigators of old, was when the sun had yet to appear. For when that greater light that rules by day appears, then the lesser lights that rule by night began to disappear. So navigators needed the twilight, that moment when the sun was not yet risen to see both horizon and stars. It's a great analogy of our world. It just seems like when the sun comes up, the rat race begins. The tyranny of the urgent assumes precedence over the still small voice of God. The longer we wait to wait on God, the less apt we are to pray, because squeaking wheels are going to demand the grease. What's so special about those morning hours? It's probably the best time we have to get alone with the author of The Abundant Life. John Wesley began his journey into a life of holiness with 4 a.m. prayer. Charles Finney credited early morning prayer as the secret to those great awakenings. James McCready of the Cane Ridge Revival fame would gather people together for early morning prayer. And oh yes, Evan Roberts 
in the Welsh Revival credited the early morning prayer of those miners for ushering in the revival. In the book on prayer that I wrote, I dedicate it to my maternal grandmother and my wife's maternal grandmother. Both of these were praying women. They prayed intensely for hours on end. But we have today a more sure word of prophecy than these historical characters or even our family members. We have the Word of God. The Scriptures undeniably assert the worth of mornings in seeking the face of God. The psalmist in Psalm 5, My voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee, and will come. The 30th Psalm, Weeping may endure for night, but joy cometh in the morning. The 57th Psalm, Awake up, my glory, awake psaltery and harp. I myself will awake early. Psalm 59, But I will sing of thy power, yea, I will sing aloud of thy mercy in the morning. Are you getting the picture? The 63rd Psalm, O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. The 88th Psalm, But I cry to you for help, O Lord, in the morning my prayer comes before you. And the longest psalm of the Bible, 119th Psalm, I rise before dawn and cry for help. I have put my hope in your word. Circle back to that 49th Psalm. The psalmist contrasts the wicked, whom he calls those who trust in themselves, with righteous people. What is said of the righteous? That they will prevail in the morning. Something about the morning hour invites victory. The Muslims have five calls to prayer. Traditional Judaism has three, morning, noon, and evening. We, as New Testament believers, are taught to pray without ceasing. But it's worthy and good to note the power of morning prayer. We see this in the lives of saints in Scripture. Abraham, the father of faith, the friend of God. In Genesis 19, he got up early and stood before the Lord. Divine relationship can come in the morning. What about Jacob? Now, that's interesting. In his encounter with a heavenly being at daybreak, we find heaven saying, let me go, for it is daybreak. An abiding Jewish understanding that angels come early to receive our prayers. And when the sun shines in its strength, they depart to take our prayers to heaven. I don't know if that's true or not, but there's something so picturesque and beautiful about our prayers ascending in the morning hours before the throne of grace. Moses met God early in the morning on Sinai in Exodus 34. Divine encounters just seem to come in the morning. We've already noted how David believed his devotion to God awakened the morning, but specifically David was known to seek God early. We read of one time that David was up in the morning and the word of the Lord came to his prophet in 2 Samuel 24. Divine word comes in the morning. We can see this in the lives of the prophets as well. Ezekiel said, in the morning came the word of the Lord unto me. Each morning God teaches. For those who are awake to hear, 
God has a word. Zephaniah said the Lord brings his judgment to light each morning. Isaiah said that God awakened him morning by morning, and that with this awakening came a word. When we open our eyes, it just seems that God opens his mouth. Isaiah in chapter 50 also said when he saw God rising up, extending his judgments in the world, that he also would rise up. In the morning, I earnestly seek thee. Isaiah 26. Something powerful about prayer. Can I just look with you at morning prayer and the importance it has in a child of God's life? Through Solomon, God said in the eighth chapter of Proverbs, I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. What's so special about morning prayer? I think God is more easily discoverable then. What about Jesus, that great author and finisher of our faith, that invisible God made visible, that God above who came below? Isn't he our example? His life of prayer entwined humanity and deity in a sublime, one-of-a-kind way. After all, God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself. Yet so much of what he did was to show us the way. We are taught to follow in his steps. He is our example. Paul would say, follow me as I follow Christ. So if we were to follow Christ in our prayer lives, we would notice this. He prayed. Oh, how he prayed. Mark is thought to be the first gospel written. In the first gospel written and in the first chapter, here's what we read of Jesus, Mark 135. And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place, and there he prayed. You will read that time and again in the life of the Lord Jesus Christ. What about in Luke 4 at daybreak? Jesus went out to a solitary place. Luke 5, he frequently withdrew to the wilderness to pray. There's early morning prayer in Luke 6, and that preceded the choosing and calling of his 12 disciples. Jesus showed us the power of prayer and the power of the mornings. In his teaching, you can see the importance of the morning. He likened God to a man going into a marketplace early in the morning to hire laborers. Could it be the reason we find it so difficult to hear from God is that we're racing through our mornings. And all the while, he's tapping us on the shoulder and said, hey, if you've got time, I've got something for you today. A couple of things, and then let me step away. First, morning sacrifice. The act of morning sacrifice is found all throughout Scripture. Day by day in the tabernacle, in the temple, the morning sacrifice was offered. Our sacrifice is not one of animals, but it's the calves. It's the fruit of our lips. We bring words to the Lord. Bring him words 
in the morning. You say, I, I'm not a morning person, Pastor. I'm just, I, that's just not my time of day. Oh, but that's the time to open up your heart. And even if it's just a few words, to say, thank you, Lord, for a brand new day. I want to put you first in my day. The morning and the evening sacrifice. The nautical twilight actually occurred morning and evening, both when the sun was not over the horizon yet or gone over the horizon, but the stars were visible. So from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, it's time to use the key of the day and the lock of the night. It's time to reach out in faith to our great God, the one who gives us our day, the one who closes the day. It's time to put our lives, our words, our hearts, our most cherished dreams and aspirations, longings, and desire. It's time to put them in the hand of the Lord, because in your hand, you hold the key of the day and the lock of the night. It's the power of morning prayer. And I could say, perhaps morning and evening prayer. I could even say the power of continual prayer. I want to pray without ceasing. I want to always be in a mindset of prayer and see the Lord do those things that I could never do because the arm of the Spirit is so much more powerful than the arm of the flesh. And you have that within your reach. Thank you for sharing in daily devotion with Ken Gurley. We pray this ministry has been a source of encouragement and strength to you. Please be mindful that your financial support enables us to meet with you each day. To give a donation or connect with us, visit our website at kengurley.com. There you will also find the latest books, podcasts, and resources. The book on prayer is Pastor Gurley's latest book. You can get your copy of this life-changing book at kengurley.com. May God's favor rest on you in every way until we meet again.